What a weird way to start a podcast. This is the Trigger Man Podcast episode 25. <laughs> I have a teleprompter now. <laughs> Dude, I don't know what the fuck is up with my uh, my short-term memory or any kind of fucking memory. I don't have it anymore. It's so weird. Uh, maybe I'm dying. I don't know. It's something. Something's wrong. Something's not up. But I don't remember shit. I didn't... I forgot the name of my neighbor yesterday. <laughs> I was like, yeah, dude, my neighbor, he's really fucking cool, he's like, blah, 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 and I was like, what the fuck is my neighbor's name, I, I'm, I'm, I think I'm dying, I'm just gonna put it out there, this could actually be the last Trigger Man podcast, uh, that is not a, <laughs> a cry for help, uh, but uh, I'm just saying, that's what happens, anyway, Trigger Man podcast, episode 25, it's on, um, the, because, like, the, I haven't decided what the title of the video is right now, but it's like, it's obviously going to be based off my trip to Vegas over the weekend. Uh, I went to UFC 246, so I might like get random people that click on it and are like, who the fuck is this fucking idiot? And uh, you would be right in your assumption. Uh, I am exactly that. Just some fucking idiot sitting in my bedroom um, going to talk about stuff that I have. I'm, by, like, I'm not by no means like a... I'm not a professional analyst. I'm not a professional anything. I'm a I'm I'm a professional fucking idiot maybe, but um I'm I uh for like mm, I'd say twelve to eleven twelve years like uh, and it's got worse and worse as the years have gone on. I'm fucking completely obsessed with like uh, MMA, mainly UFC because it is like it's the Premier League of fucking fighting, and it's just something I am completely fucking obsessed with and um. Yesterday, because it was yesterday, it's Sunday for me now. I literally just got home from Vegas. I'm back in LA now. Um, oh, and if you again, like you're if you're watching this and you don't know who the fuck I am, my name is Jimmy Trigger. Uh, I'm just uh, some gobshite um, from Ireland, which is cool, I guess. Um, but I, I'm uh, living in LA, so I'm like a I guess a musician and everything else, and straight up fucking hustler, baby. Yeah, like um. But uh, it, it just like this, this is like uh, I, I'm I'm conflicted as to what to talk about because there's like there's so many um, sides to. Well, Conor McGregor for fuck's sake, like so, like. Yeah, he's a full, full like just like me, born and bred Irish. Like, I, I am, I'm born and bred Irish. I left there fucking two thousand eleven because I wanted to. Uh, pursue uh dreams i guess or something like that just try do something with my life that i couldn't do at home um that and there's no fucking sunshine in ireland so uh uh, once i got here and i got like i got this like it's this thing it's weird if you stay outside long enough your fucking skin turns brown or browner and uh you feel better i don't know what the fuck that is but i fell in love with that and i really liked it so um uh it'd be cool if i was able to afford to go and live back and forth but that's not an option right now this is where i live this is my home there are my cats on the bed this is my fucking shit like i'm a, i'm i'm not a i'm actually really funny we were driving around vegas uh i don't know why we came up with someone uh what, bob who one of my friends who i was with and we were talking about like net worths or something like that and i was like you can't believe the internet dude because like, oh we were talking about like conor mcgregor's net worth or whatever the fuck and he's like oh, it's like hundreds of millions of dollars he goes i'll just check it he goes no no it doesn't work he goes no i'll check it 
He checks and it's like, yeah, 120 million net worth. I was like, no, that's not not right. And I'll prove it. Watch this. And I Googled my name, Jimmy Trigger net worth. <laughs> oh, man, I should read it. It's really funny. <laughs> One sec. Yeah, Jimmy Trigger net worth. I'm like going, uh, Jimmy Trigger net worth and salary. Jimmy Trigger is a metal singer whose net worth is $600,000. Born in 1981. Wrong. Uh, and then this list spans that I play for. So not only do I not have $600,000, I wasn't born in 1981. Uh, sorry, internet, you are wrong. Uh, it doesn't work like that. And then uh, someone else... Um, found another one on another website and sent it to me and said uh, uh, I have a net worth of $89 million. <laughs> oh my God. I don't have 89 fucking dollars. What are you talking about? But um, anyway, so yeah, Vegas, fun. Uh, went on Friday and um, I completely forgot like you had to like, even, like the weigh-ins, the weigh-ins is like, if you don't watch UFC, you're probably going to be bored out of your fucking mind. Uh, listen to this or maybe not whatever i swear a lot so that's pretty entertaining uh, by itself and um, but we flew in on friday and um i had every intention of going to the wayans because it's free and totally forgot to book the free tickets to, so we got to vegas and we we're like ah shit sold out checked no more free tickets so we hung out um just so happened that actually tool the band were playing uh in the t-mobile where UFC was the next night, so, like, we went to see Tool instead, and we scored, like, fucking insane tickets, and, like, fucking something like, I don't know, 15 rows back, dead center from the stage, and it was cool, it's Tool, for Christ's sake, it's like, I always said, like, the the worst fucking thing about the band Tool are their fucking fans, man, <laughs> I'm not trying to be a dick, like, I am one of their fans, so, uh, by the way, I'm a huge hypocrite, don't worry about it. You can point it out in the comments that I'm full of shit and I'm a jack off or I don't know what I'm talking about or all other nice things. Whatever you want to say about me or to me, it's totally fine. I'm a, I'm, I've literally got no fucks left to give. I just, I don't care anymore. Um, especially if you're a Tool fan, you're not going to like this part. Uh, I probably hate you. I'm just putting it out there. <laughs> so, whatever, since I was young... Uh, there was like two bands that I, I just wouldn't get into our principle because their fans were such cunts. And uh, one was uh, Tool and the other was Pearl Jam. And I fucking love Pearl Jam. And I love Tool as well. Like, I, like they're great. Like, um, But I fucking hate their fans. Like, they're, they fucking suck. I don't care. Just pretentious, arty wankers that look way too much into what these four guys are creating. And probably misinterpret a whole fucking world that they have created i mean it, it's fucking it drives me crazy and the same with pearl jam when i was in school all the all the cool rocker guys were like pearl jam you wouldn't understand you wouldn't get it i'm like bro they're human beings writing songs the fuck are you talking about i get it it's you just it it's a fucking band relax like jesus christ um and oh yeah every i've seen tool four times and um like they're they're perfect. Like the the fucking musicianship, they're just like they're perfect. They're a fucking amazing band. They're absolutely incredible. Uh, the why I liked this show though the most, um, <laughs> and this I sound like such a dick, dude. I I will fuck all your lives up. Goddamn cats. Um, uh, uh, Maynard the singer, as everyone thinks, he's like some fucking like walking god or something like that. 
Personally, I think he's just a dude that likes growing grapes and making wine and sings in a band and does jujitsu and all this stuff. Like, whatever. He's a normal fucking guy. Um, I don't really look... I, I don't see any people like that, to be honest. Like, so, But um, he wasn't on. And by that, like, like I'm, I'm a singer. Like, again, if you don't know who I am, I'm a singer. Like, look up my band, A Trigger Within, or something like that, or other bands that I've been in, or just Jimmy Trigger. Um... Like singing's hard, man. Like it's the in you are the instrument. It's fucking hard. And this is the very first time I ever saw a tool where Maynard wasn't really on. Like there was a couple, a couple of songs, not one or two, like a couple of songs where he's singing like kind of, eh. And honestly, it made the fucking show for me. Uh for the reason like it fucking humanized the band, and it was like I liked it. I liked it. Like. Danny Carey, the drummer, that he, he couldn't make a mistake if he had all his bones broken in his body. It's it's insane. Like and the the two guys like always perfect, whatever. But um, I liked it. I liked that. Like there was a little just discrepancies and like just like hiccups and like maybe he was sick or something. I don't know. But I I liked it. I enjoyed it more. I was like, oh, look, they're not fucking robots. They're not like fucking this like. Uh, it's not perfection. It not no band is. No, there's no there's no such thing as perfection. Like looking for that, especially as a singer. Like, dude, anything can go wrong. Someone can sneeze on you, and then you're dead. Like you know, it's just like because your 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 voice, your body's your instrument. And it was it was awesome. They had a killer stage show. They played like a two hour set, um, and just jerk off fans everywhere and guys on ecstasy. And I don't fucking do drugs. By all means, do whatever the fuck you want to do in your own time. Um, I don't. That's all I'm saying. Like, um, uh, but there was this jack off fucking obviously on Molly or something like that sitting right in front of us. Just him and his like, just trashed girlfriend molesting each other and bumping off. Like, if they were sitting in my row, he I would have buried him under the seat. Like, no one would have ever seen him again. Uh, it was very annoying. And then there was just like the normal fans, but you could hear conversations. Like, it's just really funny. Like, I don't. I don't like. It's it's it, it kind of coincides with like so like UFC fans, a lot of them are fucking jack offs as well. Uh, a lot of them are, are uh, uh, what do you call them? Uh, um, armchair uh, uh, keyboard warriors. What are armchair keyboard keyboard warriors like or whatever the fuck? All opinions, all advice, and all of it's completely useless. It's so fucking stupid. I I. I kind of like it. Like, I have, I have a name for the guys that, like... Because I watch a lot... I watch an awful lot of fighting. Like, it's just... It's a, it's a hobby. I really like it. I've never been in a competitive fight, ever. I've just got punched in the face a few times. For no reason. But, um... So, like, I really... I have this, like, insane respect for an art form. Like, I... I like, I always... T like, um... I always say, like, I meet a lot of famous musicians... And, like, I bump into actors, like, famous fucking actors. I live in fucking Hollywood, like. Um, I say, what's up, or whatever that, and I'm like, yeah, cool. And I'm never really taken back. Um, but uh, right before we left in the airport over here, like, I live near Burbank Airport and in North Hollywood. And um, we walked in, and I saw the back of this man's head, and I froze. And I went, that's Chuck Liddell. And I froze. I fucking, like, I panicked. I was holding two bottles of water. I was looking around going like, what do I do? And um, I love it. Like, I love it. I, I It must be so cool. And I kind of get like, 
I'm not famous. I'm not. I'm not really anything. Um, even though I did get noticed a tool, <laughs> and I did take a couple of pictures, it was cool. It's nice. Like I, re- I honestly, I genuinely appreciate it. It means someone's listening to either this or my band or something like that. But um, and I and uh, it gave me a new appreciation for like the um, that kind of excitement that is uh, when people meet people. You know, because like, I don't get. I don't get it. Like I don't. I don't meet people and go, oh my god, oh my god, and uh, it happened, and I, I felt really good, and it happened years ago, when, um, I met Nate Diaz, another really famous fighter in a coffee shop, <laughs> like, and I was like, oh Jesus, this is fucking crazy, and like, I don't know what to say to these people, I just ask, I say, hey, like, I love your work, appreciate you for all you've done, and I asked Chuck Liddell for a picture, like a big douchebag, took a selfie, I looked like a big nerd, it was great, and I really, um, I, I, I actually liked that feeling. So, um, like, again, I have to emphasize, I'm not fucking famous. I'm not special. I'm not anything. I'm just a guy uh, that's, like, literally doing anything, like, any, you, you could do it. Like, I'm not doing... I, I, I write songs. I put them on the internet. I play shows. Uh, I have a stupid haircut. Um, you could have a stupid haircut. <laughs> you know? You can write songs, too. Like, um... But as much as I don't get it, like when people ask me for pictures or want to s- tell me something or tell me stories about their life or something like that resonates with them. A perfect example is like kind of like people tell me like my music, your music helped me. And I'm going, all right, I don't know what to do with this information. <laughs> but um, I'm always not, I'm always nice about it. And I make it a point to be nice about it. And like just like a few people in Vegas they wanted pictures, I was like, yeah, like, absolutely, in my head, I'm going, I don't know why, but that's cool, and I'm sure, like, I, I, I overheard uh, Chuck Liddell saying it to another lad on the, on the airplane, because they wanted a picture as well, and he, and even Chuck was like, it's totally fine, it happens all the time, and I'm like, no shit, dude, you're like a fucking hall of famer, like, it's just like, it was so cool, it was nice, it was just like, and it gave me an appreciation for it as well, I'm like going, holy shit, like, if someone walks up to me and is that giddy, like, I I guess it makes me feel special, that's really fucking cool, I really appreciate it, um, yeah, so anyway, hopped on the plane, 45 minutes to Vegas, I'm, I don't know why the fuck I would, I ever drove to Vegas, like, because it can take anywhere between four to six hours or seven hours to drive there, I'm like, wait a minute 45 minutes so we were there in 45 minutes my my head started to dip like because you get like sleepy or whatever and then the lady was like shaking me to wake up right here um got out went to the hotel stayed in the stratosphere uh and then just what did we do yeah we went to tool hung out with a bunch of douchey tool fans (laughs) the t-mobile arena it was killer but i was like so obsessed with like where we were sitting and like I knew that tomorrow night the octagon's gonna be right here and history's gonna be made in sports and uh it was a great night we went we went to like a couple of dive I, I like the dive bars in Vegas they're fun um uh, bumped into a couple of friends it was really cool and then um, but the next day the next day that's what we're all here to talk about like so UFC 246 and the headliner was like Conor McGregor versus Donald Cowboy Cerrone um and I was so fucking giddy. Yet again, 
I always hear people like, oh my God, I'm going to see my favorite band and it's going to be absolutely amazing. And oh my God, I'm so excited. And oh, and I'm like, I never have that. Like, cause the, the, like shows for me, like music shows for me are kind of ruined for me. Cause um, I've seen behind the curtain and it's not all it's cracked up to be. <laughs> like, you know, it's like, it's not like, uh, I re- like if you ever read like the Motley Crue books, like the dirt and stuff. And I'm like, I've read those and I read all about like LA and Hollywood and on tour and all like that. And then you, you get to, to those places and you're backstage or you're behind the curtain or whatever like that. And you're like, oh, this is kind of shit. <laughs> it's like, there's no, there's, there isn't like mountains of cocaine and hookers bent over and you fucking snorting cocaine out of some chick's asshole or whatever the fuck it is. There's none of that. It's just like. There's a crate of water and a veggie tray. Is it kind of cold in here? I don't know. Is it is it too hot? I don't know. I'm bored. It's like, it's not all it's cracked up to be like. So, thank God we have fucking Netflix and stuff nowadays. Um, but uh, the, uh, when we got to, uh, we went down to the T-Mobile um, Saturday. I couldn't wait to get there. I went early. I was there at like 5.36, catch, catch the prelims, all that shit. I was just like... I sat there, killer seats, looking straight across the octagon. I'm like just watching celebrities rolling, actual fucking famous people, and um, people taking pictures with them and all that shit. And wore my green shirt and my Ireland shirt, Ireland number one shirt. And um, I was just so giddy. It was so nice. I haven't had that in so long, and um, I kind of miss it. Like being that excited for something is fucking like. I don't know. It's fucking cool. Like I, 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 it was just a, it was a, it was a, something new for me. I'd never been, and I've only ever seen it on TV and the internet and watching on my phone and all that shit. And um, the the first fight I was actually I was like there's a there's this like twenty year old chick like Macy Barber is her name. Uh, she was she fought the last fight of the prelims, and I just like I, I fucking love her so. And then uh, Bob bet I told him bet money on the other girl to win because the odds were so fucking insane and poor fucking Macy like blew her knee out or something and got pummeled by uh, Roxanne the happy warrior and uh, Bob won a lot of money it was great so that was a good start to the night and then the main card started and I'm just getting more and more progressively more giddy as the night goes on and um, as the main event happens it's just like I don't know how to explain it, like, so, like, I, there's, like, I think I could probably do a couple of podcasts just on this subject alone, but, um, like, I jokingly said, um, to Bob, like, I was, like, oh, I, I, like, I might cry, like, I'm not, I'm not gonna lie, like, I might actually cry, like, I don't know, I, I can't promise you, and, and, um, it was, it's just, it's so fucking special to, like, watch, um, someone, where's my computer off, that worries me to watch someone um like i think i'll do a separate pocket like whatever you think about like conor mcgregor personally i i well to me it's fucking irrelevant like i don't care i i, I just think it's so funny like um like some people can do no right like it doesn't matter what they do they're always in the wrong and he's definitely one of those people he's a polarizing figure you know and like it's upsetting because I guess he's current or I, I like I'm not being a dickhead and saying this like so actually 
call call my ma a dickhead or something because this is a quote from her she always like always said to me and i just it's something that always stuck to me is like like um like if you're not from ireland i don't know like maybe it, it doesn't apply like I, but I think it's everywhere that like i was always told by her and i in see i'm i'm, I'm fucking tiptoeing around this because i'm trying not to be offensive or like i i still love home like i love i think irish people have something very special as well like but uh, um, my ma always said, like, Ireland is a nation of begrudgers. Like, they love it when you're doing okay and you're, you're not, like, you don't elevate yourself to a status that's bigger than they are, like, or whatever like that. Conor McGregor is, like, he's, they haven't invented a word for what he is. Like, he is literally the biggest star in uh, combat sports that's probably ever existed and like anyone that's listening to this going fuck you mike tyson muhammad no look look watch all the interviews guys watch the watch the the post pressers watch the pre-pressers watch other fighters it's unanimous it's a it's a general consensus among all people that work in that area their expertise and they all agree it, he's on like a different plane he's on like he's as big or bigger than Mike Tyson and Muhammad Ali maybe put together I don't fucking know I love Mike Tyson don't get me wrong but once you get to that stage people turn on you and it's really fucking weird and it's happened to me and I'm not I need to emphasize this I'm not trying to um, belittle who I am or anything I've accomplished for myself in my life but people do it to me and I'm like going bro I live in like an apartment with two cats and like this is my bedroom like you know i'm like i'm not doing anything special like hating me is a waste of time and it's kind of fucking stupid as well like and have i said i'm a fucking idiot that like i i posted earlier it goes like doing a new podcast later on probably a lot of irrelevant and redundant opinions on shit that i really don't know what the fuck i'm talking about i'm just blabbering on to a camera and um that's it. It's not. It's that's all it is. But like, once you elevate yourself to a stat, like people look for things to bring you down. And the same with me. It happened to me a long time ago at home when I first came to America in two thousand nine. Recorded an album. I got really excited, and I posted it on like the Irish music forums and all like that. And I got I got ripped apart. You're a sellout. Fuck you. You're a fucking blah blah. Like real fucking mean shit. And I was like. I don't know what what did I do? I didn't do anything. All I all I did was try and it's like there's lads like that. And again, as I said, Conor McGregor, polarizing figure. He's done he's done stuff wrong in his life. But here's the thing. If you're you, you're you're sitting there watching this or you're sitting here, you're sitting doing whatever you're doing, listening to this, if you can honestly, absolutely what's the word? Unequivocally Tell me you've got to this day in your life, no matter if you're 21 or 2 or 34 or 5 or 6, not like on Google where I'm 38, um, or you're 50 or whatever. If you, you can tell me you've got this far in your life and you've never offended anybody or done wrong to somebody or potentially fucked someone's life up beyond repair... Like, I don't believe you. Like, I'm sorry. Like, I don't like... Because we're... Like, we're very... Vo like, humans are very volatile creatures. Like, the thing is, we're very... We're... We're... Uh, guys, I swear to God. 
we're very um, fragile, we're very emotional driven and like I always remember a story, it's real, I fucking, I, to this day, this happened like 20 years ago, I did a show at home in a, in just outside Kilkenny where I, I, I lived and um, me and my friends, like again, this was like no by no means aimed at anyone, me and my friends used to call each other a faggot, like faggots, like shut up faggot. It's a horrible word. Don't get me wrong. Like it's it doesn't like to me. It still doesn't really like I I, I find no real because I, I I'm not offended by it. Let's put it, like certain words like the n word. Like if someone says that, it's like it just fucking goes through me. I think it's disgusting. But like me and my friends used to call each other the that f word, that derogatory term for uh, a homosexual person, um, all the time. And I remember we were calling each other names, and I said it, and then it turns out like this kid was walking up behind me that was like 14 or 15 that just came out that he was like gay and he heard me say it and apparently I ruined his fucking life for like a year or two until I found out never never saw him again and I and all and he was coming up to ask me for a fucking picture I felt like such a jerk and how I found all this out was like uh his friends told me like a year later yeah you you called him this and I was like oh I definitely didn't perfect example of me fucking up someone unintentionally so the fact that i got to like 36 years old and i'm like yeah i'm perfect i've conor mcgregor's a fucking jack off like he's done all this mean shit and he punched people and he's like again allegedly uh molested or done that i'm like shut the fuck up right because here's the thing right like Again, if you don't know who I am, even better. I actually prefer that. Like so, and if you do know who I am, like I, I was in like a, uh, not a, it wasn't a high profile relationship. It was just like a, a public relationship with a public figure or whatever like that. So, like, when that ended, I started getting messages and saw stuff online about me, and stuff that I allegedly did. And I was like reading it, going, none of this fucking happened. So. Like I can't, I can't get upset about stuff that didn't happen. Like you know, I, 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 I'm not, I'm not even going to go into it. Um, but it's just like I read stuff about me again. Nobody, fucking like minuscule in 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 a, in a universe that Conor McGregor is the universe. I'm, I am not even stardust. I'm fucking, I'm minuscule. Like I'm reading stuff online about me. And I'm just like, oh, well, none of this is true. So. Eh, went on about me day and I'm sure he does as well but the fact of the matter is he does amazing things he he did an amazing thing like last night I can't even explain like the energy in the place the fucking like it was just so nice and the best thing about it was it was the, the fucking respect between everybody was just insane like the respect between the, the two fighters like I'm a when it comes to MMA there's like there's lads I'm not a fan of but I fucking think they're amazing perfect example is like if you do watch MMA, you know the rivalry between, like, Habib and fucking Connor, And, like, they don't like each other and all that shit. And, like, if you're Irish, you shouldn't like Habib. And if you're Russian, you shouldn't like... I'm like, eh. I'm like, nah. I don't, I, don't, I don't subscribe to that. I don't work that way. I can't work that way. My brain doesn't work that way. Um, I get it. They hate each other. Just because they hate each other doesn't mean I hate him. And, like, the fact of the matter is, like, Habib is... Like the best if, if not the best fighter he's like one of the best fucking wrestler mma 
guys out there ever. Like he's undefeated for fuck's sake. Like he, like I I I I don't like I, honestly. I'm not saying this because I am a fucking Conor McGregor fan. Like he didn't beat the shit out of Conor. I'm sorry. Like I don't care. You can argue that till the fucking cows come home. He didn't hammer the fuck out of him. Like you know, definitely beat him. Obviously, like so, and definitely outclassed him in every way. Um, uh, in that first fight, but like he didn't beat him up. Like he's just it was he just he's better. That's all. He's just better. Um, but yeah. Anyway, last night different energy. Like Donald Cowboy Cerrone. Like what's not the fucking like? He's an absolute legend. He just I've I've watched probably like not every one of his fights because he's fought like a million and two times, most of his fights like so I never saw him in like the WEC days right because I, I had no way to see it, but um if you're not a fa- like he's kind of like if you're not a fan of him, you're not into this sport you're not into it and, like and then the way they treated each other and Connor and blah 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 and the whole energy building up to it and when the lights go out and the fucking roars of the crowd and Donald gets cheers and I'm cheering for him and like then but like Connor comes out and it's something different it's like like I witnessed history last night and it was um it was fucking insane uh it's it's just like I don't I, again like it, all new experience I don't know how to um describe it to people that aren't into this sport but like when you walk yeah, the Sinead O'Connor song comes on the fucking the crowd is singing ole ole i'm fucking getting hyper emotional i put out my hand and my hand is shaking i'm like why the fuck am i nervous like i'm not fighting in a cage but it's the fact of the matter is right to me what he represents to me all bullshit aside all drama aside like he represents someone that's come from the same place that i grew up like small uh small island um not a whole lot of opportunities and like he just he he put all his fucking chips on himself. He gambled on himself. He he did everything himself. Like he did like he's he's as self made as he can. And he came from fucking nowhere. And like that's why to me it represents so much. For me it's like fuck man, that's hope. Like there's hope there. Like again, I need you to listen and not fucking think, yeah but and like no, I don't need the yeah buts. Listen to me, trust me, like it's important. He's an absolute inspiration. I don't care what you fucking think. I have to keep reiterating that. He's an absolute inspiration. He came from fuck all as well. Like, so, like, he became this... He is an artist. That's what this is. It is mixed martial arts. He is an artist. As much as I'm an artist writing fucking songs and all that shit, like, he's a fucking artist. End of story. That's what it is. And when he came out... To me, like, I was, I, I wasn't, like, nervous. I can't even describe the fucking feeling I had. I was literally, my body was trembling. I was, like, going, oh, my God. Like, I'm, I actually feel emotional right now even talking about it. It's, like, it, it, it's hope. Represented hope for me that, like, like, and I, I, even, like, as he was walking out, I was, like, I want to go home. I want to I wanna write some songs. I want to, I want to, what do I want to do? I want to, I want to climb a fucking mountain. I want, I'm, like, it just, like, it invigorated me. It gave me energy and... Like, it's really funny. When we got there, there was these, like, three young kids, like, straight up from Dublin. Like, so, straight up, like, again, if you're from Ireland, you're, you're not, you're, you're, you'll get it straight away. Like, but they're, like, 
what we would class as straight up scumbags. <laughs> like so the fucking slopey heads on them, the alright lad, alright bud, fucking story on that. Like those kind of lads. Like I'm fucking terrified because I am like going, oh yeah, lads like that I'd avoid all the time. They're sitting here. But like they're three young men. They travel across the world to probably see a real life superhero in Conor McGregor because he came from their area, roughly their area, you know? And I was like, this is what it's all about, lads. This is like, it's all about inspiration. It's all about fucking struggling. Uh, oh, oh, dare I say, my catchphrase, strive, struggle, succeed, repeat until achieved. Um, Conor did it, lads. I, I I hate to say it. Like, I know I know you don't want to hear it. I know a lot of people don't want to hear it. He did it. Like, he's, he's become something that's like, an absolute phenomenon and an absolute inspiration to to um not just like to mainly to me i think irish people especially but like the whole fucking world like it's like it's just something so special and everyone wants a piece of that cake which is hilarious like so and like when the uh the just the, the whole the whole energy the arena everything that was going on and then the announcement uh fucking bruce buffer and his funny jackets just like it was amazing like and then when the fight started, everyone around me was just like, it was just, it was the weirdest fucking feeling I've ever had in a crowd of people that were all like, it was just so strange. And then like, it happened. Like, if you haven't seen the fight, it's 40 seconds. It's on Instagram probably, you know. It happened, three shoulder strikes and everyone around me went, what the fuck was that? Broke Donald's nose, fucking head kicked him and a couple of hard left hands, the fight's over. It was like a fucking earthquake. The entire arena just erupted. It was insane. I swear to God, I was, I was, desperately trying not to cry, because <laughs> it was so special. It was so fucking cool. Like, um, I did not cry. Ugh! I held that shit. I buried my emotions like a man. God damn it! <laughs> yeah, it was just so fucking weird. And every everyone was happy. Like everyone was like. Everyone was concerned for Donald, and everyone was overjoyed with what just happened, and um, it was so cool. Like, like they do the 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 announce the winner, Connor. Obviously, eruptions. Everyone's singing. It's ole ole's. It's fucking chaos. It's amazing. Like the energy is insane. There's flags flying. It's fucking beautiful. Like, and then um, uh, Donald stood up and. It was almost equal, like the, the 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 like, I was I was so proud, like it was just like, we um, just drowned him with praise as well, cause he's fucking, he's a legend for Christ's sake, and the, the respect and everything, it was just fucking oh god, it was beautiful, it was so nice, um, it's honestly it's an inspiration, lads. I need like I I think I'll come back to it um. When I when I process it better and like well, I think I'll go deeper into the like why we think certain things about certain people, I think Connor is just a great example again polarizing figure, like who he is in the sport, who he is in the world, who he is in like a small little nation where I'm from. Um, I think I'll come back to it sometime, but like I really I I want I just wanted to do this podcast like straight away just to express my emotion like that like it really is about like. If it's the, the the excitement I felt, like the uh, the excitement I felt meeting Chuck Liddell or something like that, or like being there 
and like the excitement that the person like when I was at the show asked me for a picture so giddy and excited oh my god and I was like Jesus this is fucking weird like, and like Bob is like laughing at me because he's like unbelievable because <laughs> like my friends don't think anything about me like that like they're just like Jimmy's an asshole <laughs> you know? so he's, he's a tattoo looking fucking asshole with a stupid haircut that's because they look that's what I am like you know I, I, I can't I can't even argue that but uh, experiencing all those emotions um, in the last two days it was just like it was magical it was fucking magical I don't want to go on about it too much but it was beautiful you know? I, like I just my message uh, from this podcast uh, like I just want people to like really ask themselves <clears throat> excuse me goddamn cream and my goddamn coffee <clears throat> excuse me <clears throat> um like if you really are begrudging people or you really don't like like you're you're allowed to have your opinions on people but like i don't think it brings yet i don't think it brings you any happiness i don't think it's going to do you any good in your life for your future or it's not look as we need to start celebrating more. Like even as like a perfect example. Like I oh I always joke like about uh, Jared Leto, like the the actor singer. Uh, what else does he do? Model, whatever the fuck he is. Like it's so funny. I fucking hate Jared Leto. <laughs> I you know what? I can't even explain it. I just don't know why I hate his face. I just I think he's he's probably one of the best actors I've ever seen, and that and that kills me to say it as well. But I've no I've no reason to hate Jared Leto. It's so funny, but I have to be able to tell myself that that's kind of fucking stupid. I don't have a reason. I can make like I I can make up alleged stories as well. I can Google shit. Like for fuck's sake, John Lennon used to beat up women. What the fuck are we talking about? Michael Jackson used to apparently allegedly fucking fuck kids. What are we talking about? Elvis married a child, for Christ's sake. Like, you know, these people are fucking still legends. And again, as I said to someone on Facebook earlier today, like, because they, they kind of like, I know the I know the guys on Facebook, they're from home, like, and they, I, I get they're hot-headed and kind of emotional, and they weren't really attacking me, but they were. They're like, you're defending, like, a, an actual rapist or some shit. And I go, well, there's no actual. It's all, alle- everything's alleged until proven. Like anyone, and even like uh, the shit I read about myself online the last few months, like it's all alleged. It's just like the thing about that is, if someone is like trying to take you down a notch or whatever like that, because you're achieving stuff or you're at least attempting to achieve things, like like the burden of proof is on the people that make the accusations. Like I don't have to defend myself if you're making alleged accusations. Conor McGregor doesn't. Jared Leto doesn't like so I can sit here all I'll do a podcast on how much I fucking hate Jared Leto and I have literally no good reason either like that's the funny I don't I don't it's, you know some people just have that fucking face that you just want to take like a perfect like red brick just a lovely red brick with nice and just fucking smash it into their fucking face like the the wasn't my favorite scene ever of jared leto's in fight club when he gets his fucking head crushed like i i, that, I lads i can't explain it it's completely irrational and you know what it's completely stupid as well like there's no reason like he's actually fucking so talented i hate that guy so, and you know what maybe it's a subconscious thing for me like this is a lot of self-evaluation on my behalf like maybe it's because oh he's really successful in many fields that i would like to be successful in um 
you know what? That could be fucking it. Like, so you know what that that means about me? It means I'm fucking human, and that's it. And I said to someone earlier on Facebook, like, so we're human, we're fucking flawed, but we need to uh, become more aware. And I think the more we we become more aware, I think the happier we'll be. Like, and, and we look, guys. We can still not like people, and you can still not like people irrationally. No one is ever going to convince me to like Jared Leto. I don't know why. I have no. I bet you I'll bump into him because I, he actually lives on the hill over by my house. I know. I know that, like Hollywood Hills are like right there. They're right beside my house. He lives there. I'll probably bump into him at a Starbucks or something uh, sometime, and I'll, I'll say hello, and I'll be like, "Fuck, he's a nice guy." Shit. It's just so weird. We're so fickle and weird. We we pick dumb shit to not like people over. Um, and uh, I think, yeah, I, I'm going to shut the fuck up and do a different podcast sometime about that. Like so, But, uh, I, yeah, moral of the story, uh, it, the the weekend for me is so inspirational. It was so special. It was so emotional. Like, it was just amazing. And um, I took a lot from it. And I, I learned a lot as well by looking around and seeing the kind of people that were there and the conversations that were going on and reading the stuff online and the reactions and stuff and i was like fuck man we're all so like we're all so fucking fragile we're all so flawed it's just like crazy like so and so is conor mcgregor by the way he's not getting away with this shit <laughs> like you know now in fairness when he slapped that phone out of that lad and, and, and broke it i think everyone liked that like punching now lads in the head eh, it's not a good look you know but he didn't marry a 14 year old just saying good job elvis whatever like how the fuck did he get away with that um so yeah just i don't know keep an open mind like so like like i'm i i like to stay hyper conscious of things that i'm not fond of nowadays and like people that i meet i'm like oh, i don't know if i like that person and then i'll fucking like delve into my stupid fucking brain and be like why like you're an idiot shut up like you're you're no better i'm no better than you you're no better than me conor mcgregor's no better than me like so like jared Lowe is definitely not better than me <laughs> fuck that guy um, but I have to, you have to keep self-evaluating. I think it's really important that we do that every day. And, um, uh, yeah, that's really it. I hope you got something from this besides me rambling on. I feel like I did good this one. This was only like 40 minutes. I feel like that's a new record for me. That's a good fucking rambling right there. Um, I'm going to shut the fuck up because like, uh, I'm going to try, I, as I said, uh, every Sunday or every second Sunday at least like I have a Patreon it's a, a patreon.com forward slash Jimmy Trigger and um, I, I put all the podcasts or any of my music or anything video wise that I create I put a photography all that shit it's all going on the Patreon first so if you ever want to and, and I'm, I'm, I'm good at co uh, uh, messaging people back there like Instagram's too difficult like over the weekend I must have got like 200 fucking messages I can't like Again, I'm not fucking famous, but I, I don't have the time to comment back to 200 fucking people. I always comment back to the people I know. Um, that's completely different. Like, and that, because if it's friends or family or my ma or something like that. But um, it's really, like, I can't comment back to 200 people. I see all the messages and I, like, I read all the comments and I, I love it. Like, and I take all those things in, into, uh, into consideration as well. Like, uh, even criticism, I'm totally fine. I'm down with it. It's no big deal. Like, again, it's like, again, I'm, I'm human. I'm fucking flawed. Uh, but yeah, I guess, like, uh, we're all just getting up every day, trying to live our lives and do the best we can. I want to shut the fuck up, guys. Follow me on Instagram, at Jimmy Trigger. 
uh, follow the Trigger Man podcast at the Trigger Man podcast. Um, the Patreon again, patreon.com forward slash Jimmy Trigger. Everything goes up there first. And then Wednesdays are when I'll drop it for uh, the general population. All the fucking peasants that won't give me $1 from a Patreon. Uh, yeah, use that, use that to fuel your hatred for me if you need it. Like, so, that motherfucker asked me for a dollar. Who does he think he is? I'm broke. That's who I am. I'm not worth $89 million, okay? Or $600,000. I need to pay rent next week, fuck faces. Let's go. Alright, on that note, uh, I really do, um, hope you got something from this. I hope everyone has a great week, all that shit. Um, comment, send the messages in. I'll see them. Any questions? Blah 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 blah. Be safe. Strive. Struggle. Succeed. Repeat until achieved. This is the Trigger Man podcast. Peace. Trigger Man.